All right. We got ourselves some music. We got ourselves some people in the studio. We've got ourselves a podcast. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Yet again, monkey business. It's your once-a-week trip through world of nerd. And as, as always, I am your host. My name is Chris. If you haven't figured that out by now, well, that's on you, not me. <laughs> also with me, as always, Billy DeTori. Hello. Tanya Metris. Hi. Tony Bacchetta. hey Great Wayne Brown. Hey. And with us again, Jason Hilton. That's me. That's you. You the man. Today. No phone calls. No phone this, calls this today. Last These past couple, we haven't had anybody on the phone. Uh, but you know what? I think I actually kind of makes it a little easier because I, I get to see everybody's face. And then every so often, I'm honest, when we get into a conversation, we, I forget that there's people on the phone until like Deanna will chip in or, or Sybil start coming up with a point or something. And we talk over them and yeah, or, I feel the, really bad. Or then I'll remember, I'll look at my own phone and I'll be like, oh, I've got somebody on the phone. I better talk to them. You know, And I want to make sure everybody's included. But just having the... That was what was that? <laughs> I'm not sure what You're I said. I'm not talking sure. about people on the phone. It's okay, Alexa. I have no idea what I'm talking about half the time either. She wants to be included. She wants to be included. Well, you know what? Is that Alexa or Siri? Uh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> you know, one, of these days, one of these days, Monkey Business Podcast is basically going to be Cortana, Siri, and Alexa all talking to each other. And, the, and the, we're just going to be drinking coffee in the background. Um, so today, today's topic... We're going to share some anecdotes. We're going to share some stories about the people we've met, the the situations we found ourselves kind of weird in, uh, either in conventions or meeting celebrities out and about, uh, you know, and and like little things like when I was a teenager and my parents and I were flying down to New York City for a weekend and the row behind me was Richard Harris, you know, the, the great Shakespearean actor who played Dumbledore for the first two movies before he passed away. I ended up, I was in theater at that time. He was uh, also Arthur in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, Camelot. Camelot. Yeah. yeah. So I got a chance to chat with him for a little bit, and you know, he, he never really gave me any advice, but he was just very warm, and you know, he just he chatted a little bit. He offered some some tales that he'd been involved, and he wanted to know what I was doing, stuff like that. So, the the the, the great fanboy fangirl moments that we've had as as convention goers, as just you know, as fans of of entertaining things, and and so show of hands, real quick, just so I keep track of who who here has been to a convention. We all have, right? All, all six of us have been to a convention at one point or another. Ours counts, right? Yeah, ours counts. Yay! So yes, you know, you, you can say, hey, I've been to FC3, because I'd hope so, because you were there. I saw it. I have pictures. Uh, Tony's been to a convention. A singular convention. A singular convention. Uh, wasn't FC3. Singular That's convention. fine. Yeah. And I'm not going to hold that against yeah. you. <laughs> you know, in, in, a, in a flip setting, that you, in, oh, in a flip setting yeah. somebody else might hold it against you. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Jason, I know you have a ton of stories because mm. you you were like a regular on the convention circuit for a while, weren't you? Or yeah, so I, just got to mention uh, Losi. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up in them. So uh, my um, my sister's um, godfather is Mark Macaluso, who started Fantasy Trade Car Company. Who, okay. Uh, did the uh, Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan? I remember summers, my you know, literally in the uh, garage of my uncle's house, uh, mm -hmm. cutting with the big machine and packeting, and that's amazing. Um, yeah, doing um, uh, Alien Nation. Uh -huh. uh, I mean, just some really. He did Marvel first covers, so I, I just, I mean, you know, grew up around this stuff from day one. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been around. And you've got a great story about uh, being punished yeah. at a convention. That yeah. uh, a lot of other that a lot of other people would like long to be you in your shoes for. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was I was in trouble at, uh -huh. um, <laughs> at a Star Trek convention here in Rochester actually, mm -hmm. and uh, Scotty um, was the main attraction at the time, and Scotty was was 
Um, we're R-rated, right? Batshit crazy. Um, we are now. And he was, um, we were we were jacked up against a radiator. And so anyways, long story short, as as sort of my punishment, I was uh, I had to sit down next to him. Uh-huh. Uh, while and this is the original autographs. James Doohan. Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, and he was just, I mean, it was just every creak, everything. The, 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 the Klingons are coming, the bloody Klingons, I'm telling you. And it was just, it was, and I was sitting there with my eyes wide open, shaking. There was also Klingons literally running around, uh-huh. arresting people. And it was just like, block, knock, the flood. It was all this <laughs> crazy stuff. Oh, man, it was, it was. Uh, Don't pock. I will never forget Tupac. that that day in my life. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, I was, I was a pretty good kid. At Star Trek conventions, <laughs> <laughs> Billy. How about you? Oh, I've been to uh, obviously local conventions, which I've mm-hmm. had a lot of fun at. The last year's FC three. The mm-hmm. fact that I got to uh, co-moderate a panel that was, was fun. Was a lot of it was fun. Such a great time together. Just talking about movies and, and TV shows, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. I've been to some bigger ones. The, mm-hmm. uh, what Niagara Falls Comic Con, which is sort of mid level, and Fan Expo in Toronto, which, which I think huge. is the third biggest yeah. in North America. It's it, crazy. It, it, it is was big. the biggest at one point, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. well, I'm not, I, I can't beat San Diego. San Diego's been around a lot longer. Which one started first? San Diego. Yeah, so yeah. I, I've been to Fan Expo think, uh, three or four times, and it, fun stuff always happens there for me. Mm-hmm. My first year there, like literally, Susan and I went, my wife and I went up mm-hmm. there, and I think it was like half an hour in. I'm in the dealer's room, and I'm just looking around, and I go, I'm home. I, I found my people. You I, found your I, tribe. I, I love this place. <laughs> you I, I found your tribe. I was glowing. That's it, it awesome. Was, it, it just felt right. Like mm-hmm. I found. Here's. Oh, look at all these people. This is crazy. <laughs> Comic books and movies. Look at this. A guy in a monster suit. I love this. Yeah. So I, I, you know, fan expo. And I've, I've wound up meeting a lot of really cool people because of it. I got to fanboy out and I've one of your favorite moments who who is it met that who have you met that's like the one that well, you the, think of first that first year getting my picture taken with Stan Lee okay you know, because he's a legend he's yeah. Stan Lee he's, you know? he's like the god of the universe <laughs> in the comic book world that first year I went his panel was like a Friday afternoon mm-hmm. or maybe no Wait, it was the was Thursday this? afternoon Toronto. Was it Toronto? Toronto oh I think yeah. I, I what, okay I, what, I might have been there that year his panel was, I think, Thursday afternoon, which is the lightly lightest attended day. So normally, I'm getting, his panel would be packed, mm-hmm. and it was Thursday at like five in the afternoon or six o'clock. And Alice Cooper was before, before him. Yeah. How's not, that for an opening act? Yeah. Alice Cooper opens up for Stan Lee. I, I'm not <laughs> a huge <laughs> Alice Cooper fan, but I said, let me go sit in the room and uh-huh. get a feel. You no, know, because I was Brent first year there, mm-hmm. and you just sort of excited to be anywhere. Let me go sit in this room and get a vibe and. Just wound up with a great seat, and, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, the room was still pretty full, but it wasn't crazy to get in, like, as I've learned later, on a Saturday afternoon, you're not getting anywhere near those big panel rooms no. with the celebrities, so. I think that um, that Thursday when he came in, he walked through the line, um, and the, wi- the line was winding, mm-hmm. and he literally went and sort of just walked by everybody, gave him a little stop for mm-hmm. picture, you know, just... Like he's such a cool. Yeah, I've heard cool that story guy. many times about him. I'm, yeah, I'm a huge collector of uh-huh. toys. Not so much comics, but definitely toys. And anytime they make like a, you know, a stand <laughs> or some store, yeah, Stanley Pop, pop or anything, I always get it. I just feel mm-hmm. like he's he is such a part of that, if not the biggest part of that world it, to some extent. I think he uh, actually announced his uh, his last convention would be uh, Fan Expo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I think he's done after Fan Expo. 
He did, his yeah. last Canadian convention was Fan Expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he did. A, I think he, he might have one New more York, New York left in him. Did New York City right. Comic Con. Uh-huh. This was Fan Expo was last Labor Day. Wasn't yeah, it? last. Well, I know and, that. Um, I know they said he's not doing San Diego anymore. He's he's no. not doing European <laughs> conventions anymore. No. So he's I think he's too old. Yeah, he's just yeah. it's it's too much. I mean, come on, the man's what ninety three? Yeah, ninety two, ninety four. You know, he's done his bit for king and country. It's time you can retire and relax a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm lucky enough to where I work in radio, and I've mm-hmm. gotten the chance to meet some celebrities that have been through the studio mm-hmm. or been to town or even just on the phone. The fa- I'm a huge, huge, huge Kevin Smith fan. Okay. And the fact that I got to talk to him on the phone when he was promoting Comic Book Men. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was shaking. I, you could hear in my voice how excited I was. That is cool. See, you know, those, and I got to talk to him for, for like 15 minutes. That's great. And afterwards, Susan was my girlfriend at the time. She called up the show after, oh, I'm so happy for you. You could tell. Because he, <laughs> he, Kevin talked about how he wanted to adopt me and how much he liked me. And, uh, he was just, and I replayed on Best of every once in a while oh, that's just because awesome. it makes me happy. To that hear. is cool. Because so, he was great. I'd love to get him in, yeah. in for SC3. That'd be phenomenal to have him on board for that. I'll probably I, chime in a bunch on stuff like this. So I saw him in New York City get out of a cab. And I yeah. was like, is he really wearing that coat? And, and, yeah. and That's and really a... Yeah. That's his coat. Yeah. That's, I was like, no, that's, that's how Silent somebody Bob got his coat. Yeah, and no, they were like, he's, no, he's, that's him. He's, I was he's like, normal. Yeah. Man, that's him. Yeah, just yeah. jumped out of a cab. You know, uh-huh. excuse me, guys. I mean, he's like, yeah, he's. And he's, I've seen him do a couple live shows since then, but mm-hmm. and that's always a ton of fun. In fact, it, it, I'm sorry if you go no, to uh, uh, one of his podcasts is called Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, and yep. a radio yes. guy named Ralph Garman do mm-hmm. sort of a pop culture breakdown, <clears throat> entertainment, whatever. And they did a live one in Toronto mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And I was there. In fact, Toronto Comic Con, not Fan Expo, but Toronto Comic Con okay. was that weekend. So Susan and I went up for the Comic Con, and then that night went to the Hollywood Babylon show, which okay. was at a theater in Toronto. And uh, they do a segment called um, the Shout Outs. What's that? The Liam Neeson. Not the Liam. No, no. <laughs> Just early in the show, it's called the Shout Outs. If mm-hmm. you're. Uh, Ralph reads emails from people that have come from, as he puts it, particularly long distances or. Are celebrating something special. Okay. Um, so I knew we were coming, so I wrote Ralph an email saying, "Hey, coming from Rochester," and I wrote, you know, a thing, yeah. and he read it, and him and and I didn't tell Susan. Uh huh. So when Ralph gets to it, uh, this comes from Billy DeTori, and you can hear Susan go, "Oh, that's him!" <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin and Ralph break up, and they make a bit out of it, and they read my letter and do uh-huh. that little request. They do like uh, I asked for uh, Ralph's impression of uh, Adam West uh-huh. and Kevin's impression of Bane singing yeah. J- Jackson Five's "I Want You Back." Oh my God! <laughs> and they do it, and it, it, it's a very funny bit. And oh, that's no, awesome. just the fact they said my name, you can hear Susan gets a big laugh, yeah. and you know. After she you know, makes, oh, my God, that's him, uh, thing, Kevin does the thing about how nice Canadians are. And then, <laughs> then Ralph reads, we're coming from Rochester, New York. God, and Kevin goes, what do you mean? They're not even Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> so it, that was just a, a real, it's it's episode 100 of Hollywood Babylon. All right, I got to check that one out. I can check it I'm out. I'm going to write that down. Wayne, how about you, man? Because I know you've been you've been cruising uh, conventions My first con was like 1979. Wow. I, I drove. Was seven. I drove to. I drove to Chicago for Chicago <laughs> Comic Con, and so he was older than sixteen if he drove there. Yeah, that was my first drive. I didn't know Chicago was that far away, <laughs> <laughs> but 
I don't know. Am I not there yet? I've been on the road for six hours. Let's what the see. hell? Well, when I was doing the show, I used to interview a bunch of people. I've interviewed Nichelle Nichols, mm-hmm. um, Colin Baker. Um, you get to meet him you again to, soon. You get to interview him again. Uh, I did a lot of people. And um, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I went to like um, Phil Suling's comic book show in New York City. Back when that was the big comic book show mm-hmm. in, in New York every Fourth of July, um, what was the one? Because you, you you had your access show, you had everything, you had the interviews. What was that one interview that you're like, I can't believe I'm going to be talking to this person? Oh my god, I'm going to be talking to this person. Like you know, you're like okay, this is cool, this is cool. But then there's that one that kind of makes you go, oh wow, okay, crap, I got to bring my A game today. No, there's nobody. No, I, really? I asked Deke Slayton if they drank Tang in outer space. Uh huh. You know, when he came here. Um, so And his response was? Oh, yeah, we drink Tang. It was like, it's like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. Wait, one, one person, <laughs> you've mentioned it a few times on Facebook, I think. Didn't you recently meet, was it the Game of Thrones author? Oh, George R. R. Martin. R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. And you live to tell the tale, too. That's yeah, kind of yeah, impressive. Yeah, he's not a character You, you seem books. to be very yeah. happy about that. Well, because George is like just a normal person. Yeah, you know, you, you, I was I was at I was at the world fan, world science fiction convention in, in Kansas City this year, mm-hmm. and I was just walking around. And I went to the con suite and sitting down having a coke, and there was sitting next, right next to me was George R. R. Martin. He's like, "Oh, you're George R. R. Martin." He's like, "Yeah, oh, cool." Because he is very recognizable. <laughs> Once you see his picture, you really can't mistake him for anybody else, short of Santa Claus. Uh, but there was another <laughs> person there who was came who came by later, like you're. Look just like Georgia. Yeah, people tell me that all weekend. But it was like, and I talked to him, and I was talking to him about um, wild cards instead of Game of Thrones because they didn't want to ask anything about Game of Thrones because they know he gets tired about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. All people asking. Wild this, cards I, rings a bell. It's a superhero universe. Is that the one where it was? Oh God! They had the guy who. Um, oh God! I can't. That's think the of, next series he's going to be doing. There were the books. Yeah. I remember those, but and they're going to do a TV series yes. of it. Oh my God, that's awesome! Yes, they're gonna do a TV. I remember series. reading those books back in like in the, the early nineties, yeah. mid nineties. That's gonna be the new TV series. Everybody, and a had... bunch of them are done, and that's uh-huh. a shared universe. So he's got other people to write stuff, so you don't have to wait ten years for a new book <laughs> to come out. I've forgotten that he was behind those books. Yeah, that was all part of his. Uh, he used to do a superhero role playing game called Superworld. Okay, and he used to he used to DM it. And those are all modules from stuff he made. Oh my God, that's that's mind blowing. Yeah. All right, that's cool. So I, I met right. him. I met Forrest J. Ackerman. Mm-hmm. I went to his house and saw. You talk about a collection of stuff. He had mm-hmm. he had a Cylon. He has a robot from Metropolis. He has uh, Bella Lugosi's ring and cape. Oh wow. Um, if you talk to people who like John Landis and George Lucas and those guys, people who inspired. People who were inspired by Forrest J. Ackerman, because he did Famous Monsters of Filmland. <laughs> and that was a magazine that everybody read back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he was the face of Famous Monsters of Filmland. That's cool. Creative Vampirella also. All right. I'm going to take it to our, our, our lesser exposed folks here, Tony and Tanya. Tony and Tanya, say that five times fast. Because I know you guys have you the, the convention circuit and, you know. It's new uh, to me. It's just still new to you guys. It's brand spanking new to me. So it, instead of, you know, because Tony, you've only met, like, who? You've met Lou Ferrigno. You've met. Uh, uh, I actually didn't Naomi. really get to talk to him. You didn't them. even get to talk to him. Uh, I, uh, but outside of that, I've mm-hmm. met, I met one of the animators for, um, uh, one uh, for one of the CGI guys for uh, Wonder Woman. Okay, and he also did uh, the CGI for World uh, World of Warcraft. Oh, cool! Uh, he was a really cool guy. Um, I actually asked for some advice because uh, at the time I was really into um, 
um, what's it called? Stop it's, motion animation? No. Uh, <laughs> CGI? No, it's uh, um, Powerpuff Girls. No. <laughs> it's a it's a he's fanboying. Rowdy, rowdy I'm trying to remember. It's a computer program that's used to like animate um, animate shapes. What? Poser? No. Blender. Blender. Thank that's you. The that's the one. Man. Yeah. I thought a blender is something you put everything think in of and the name. make it smoothie. Uh, but yeah, I uh, asked for some advice about Blender. He gave me some good advice. I was able to actually like make waves with it. Oh, so. cool. See, so it's starting off. Yeah. So now let me ask you this, and I'm going to ask the same question of Tanya right. uh, in a moment. Who Who is it, just assuming that you're going to go to a convention with a particular person, who is mm-hmm. it that you're, you're like most excited to meet someday? Uh, who, who would you want to? It's like the top of your list of people you would want to meet all about to die <laughs> um who like honestly anyone from the original star trek cast mm-hmm. or anyone from the original um star wars cast mm-hmm. um in particular uh harrison ford would be cool okay um, i, I agree with that one he doesn't do but well, I know he doesn't. regardless of whether whether he does or not yeah, i'm asking tony who we'd yeah. want to meet i'd love to meet harrison ford he'd be cool yeah. um get off my plane <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh let's see I mean, like, uh, what's, shoot, what's his name? Movie. Yeah. Harry Potter. Oh, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. That's the one. Okay. Uh, love, he'd be cool, I okay. think. So. Could, have shot him, yeah. could have saw him on Broadway in Equus. There you go. <laughs> seen a lot of them, apparently. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Tanya, we're moving over to you. Now, uh, the, yep. have you had a fangirl moment yet? Um, no, I wouldn't say fangirl moment I mean, you've met yet. Power Rangers. I did meet Power and, Rangers. And Jim Cummings. And, 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 yeah, and... I didn't really get a chance to talk to Jim that much that no. weekend. It was more um, Karen and Walter, mm-hmm. who, um, which is kind of surreal because they're like my age or right. just like a year older or just a year younger. So mm-hmm. I think um, if it was under the Power Ranger franchise, definitely I'd love to uh, meet Austin St. John or uh, Jason David Frank. Mm-hmm. Those are okay. two because they're like the originals. Mm-hmm. Um but if I was... Well, the, so was Walter. Right. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I digress. Yeah. If I was to jump movies, definitely probably Harrison Ford, but we know that he doesn't do cons. If I mm-hmm. was going to... You were going to say Jeremy Renner, of course, yes. Because <laughs> you've had a but, lifelong crush on Jeremy uh, Renner yeah, since you because, first saw him. Yes. Um, way back in uh, the Thor movie. There you go. Um, but I would have to do like uh, TV shows like uh, Jensen and Jared from Supernatural just okay. because... They seem to bring a show with them. Right. They, 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 they are start, their own. They, they they're their the two-man stick comedy mm-hmm. and singing and things like that. All with like if I'm perusing through Facebook or whatever, if there's a supernatural thing and it says 15 times Jensen has wooed you with his voice or whatever. <laughs> and I'm not a huge Jensen Ackles fan because... I just remember him as Eric Brady from Days of Our Lives, and I can't see him in that. He's just, Didn't they use that clip in, in, in a Supernatural so. episode Something one time? Something like that. Oh, what, but, it was a soap opera star? What the hell? So I'm was like, that the one where he went to the alternate, well, kind yeah. of alternate Ken, universe? Yeah, yeah. through the mirror so, or whatever it was. But I'm definitely more of like a, a Sam fan versus a Jared fan and people are than a Dean fan. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm a Jared fan. But... Um, I don't know. It's like, but I met Noel G and I met Carrie Tagawa, who is mm-hmm. a um, really awesome guy, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Dewan. I met uh, yeah. James's son when he was here a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the the best was walking into Dinosaur Barbecue and meeting. Uh, um, was it Michael Lewis? 
Michael Winslow. Winslow. Michael Winslow, Winslow. from the Police Academy that, yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then having him come back and... He was, what a class act that man that is. He's like, oh yeah, come, come back and uh, uh-huh. walk through the con. Okay. We snuck him in. So back to you, Jason. I'm going to swing around because I know you probably got plenty more stories than having to babysit Jim doing. Or yeah, vice versa. What's that? Or vice versa. Or vice versa. No, I think we both know what, which way that Who's was going. Who's your most famous babysitter? Who's your most famous? Well, how old are you at the time of, of the story you just oh, told man, us a little bit ago? Oh, I was probably 12, okay. maybe younger. I mean, All right, so about Tony's age. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, <laughs> I am 19, <laughs> sir. All these things start to bleed together at one point or another. I don't think we can remember when we were 19. No, I do. I remember to find one. I, was I remember though, um, there wasn't really a lot of cosplay uh-huh. um, in the early years. No, it was, it was like Star yeah, Trek. Big the occasional person in costume, but I don't think it was as widespread as it is. Oh, in yeah. the modern. Have you seen some of the convention? Yeah, have you seen some of the pictures from like the seventies and eighties? Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you sure they were wearing cosplay con- costumes though, or oh, they weren't just, just dressed for the disco? Si- no, well, the sci-fi no. stuff definitely. I mean, they were definitely <laughs> uh-huh. um, they, they were cling always... on out and yeah. No, I mean they were reg- they were just regular costumes. Spox, were all- I went to uh, Romulans. Um, there was people doing Indiana Jones, dun, 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 dun. the Royal Canadian dun, Mounted dun, dun. Starfleet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was lots of conventions. There was lots of, but I did like mostly science fiction conventions. So there was always, there's always every Saturday night. There's a masquerade. So mm-hmm. there was always people dressed up. How about you, Billy? Uh, can, can I go off the nerd circuit for absolutely? A second? Because it, it's something happened to me this past summer that was kind of got me. Uh, fanned out okay and it has sort of a, a an odd ending mm-hmm. you know i work for the brother we show and mm-hmm. i'm a huge music fan yes i do we you did do? not know that um, <laughs> i'm telling some people that may not know okay uh, <laughs> i and over the years i gotten i'm a huge music fan i do a music show on sunday mornings a phenomenal I music do, show uh, no phenomenal like world, mm-hmm. world renowned and like one of my favorite bands in the whole wide world uh bare naked ladies yeah. Met oh, them. they them. were in studio mm-hmm. with yeah. us in 97 so that was awesome and got my picture taken. We got to hang out with them. That was That's awesome. Cool. Now, this past summer, another one of my favorite bands is Counting Crows. Okay. They were doing, they got some great stuff. They did a couple shows in the area. Uh, my wife and I, it, it was on my birthday. They were playing at the uh, casino up in Niagara Falls on okay. the Buffalo side. So, Weez, uh, through one of his connections at the casino... Got this great seats. Oh, I mean, fantastic. like eighth row center. Oh man! Uh, going up there for the day. Mm-hmm. It's their outdoor venue, like five thousand seats, and got, like I said, eighth row center. Going up there, uh, walking. Around. We got get up there early. They pick up the tickets. We're having fun in the casino, walking around. We stop, sort of get our bearings, and who's standing about three feet from us? But the lead singer, Counting Crows, Adam Duritz. Oh wow! Oh. Okay, all right. So. Excuse me, and I recognize because he's got the huge dreads yeah. and he looks like the guy from Counting Crows. So <laughs> I ask him for a picture, and he, he's very polite, says yes, get my picture taken with him, and that's awesome. And because uh-huh. you know, as soon as I see him, like literally, Susan and I are just stopping, mm-hmm. and I turn and just look at her, and I, I punch her in the shoulder. <laughs> and so she takes our pictures, very nice. Uh, could the day get any better? Turns out, no, because that day it was. Not rainy, but it was super windy. It was so windy mm-hmm. that they moved the uh, venue from their outdoor venue to the indoor. Okay, which holds about half the amount of people, and they had a re and so in and it was going to be general admission. So uh-huh. instead of Aethro Center, 
You now have to stand in line oh. for literally four hours. Oh, no. Like, literally, they're going to start lining people up then. Okay. To wait four hours to go up to their indoor venue to stand for no chairs, just standing venue. Oh, wow. And okay. I'm old. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I don't want to stand for four hours to get in. And uh-huh. then for it was Rob Thomas and Counting Crows. So it's co-headliners, okay. another four-hour show. So I, I would literally, we would be standing on our feet for, for eight, eight hours. hours. So we went home. Aww. Oh, man. <laughs> but you got the picture. But you got the I, picture, I got my though. picture with him, but I didn't get to see him in concert. And that kind of bummed me I out, have, but uh, I got the picture. I, I one thing I, I keep hearing uh, Broadway, which um, I'm, I'm, so I love Broadway. I, I oh, always yeah. thought it was me too. so great. Like, um, so one of my uh, cool stories is I had a friend who was the understudy for Simba on Garth Fagan's Lion King. In, oh, okay, cool. In Toronto, and um, one of the things that they do when you get like a free ticket from your from you know somebody on the staff. Is they have this um, this area right behind the curtain. So if you've ever seen Lion King, they come down, they come down the um, the aisleway, and so they are all sort of getting ready to be animals in this area. And so they stand you right next to the door where everybody comes out, and they all scream at you on their way out like oh, a monkey or like a yeah. cheetah or whatever they are. And you're like the first, but they don't tell you they're gonna do that. Right? So like, Just stand here, and then they tell you go behind the elephant and then get your seat which is the you'll see right behind the thing there or whatever mm-hmm. so you're like okay you're just kind of waiting there and you know all of a sudden they're like rah, 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 and then you're <laughs> screaming in your face and coming out and then you know there's this whole line of people and then you're like the elephant dung behind the, <laughs> the you, you come out and you're all like freaked out and sit down in your seat but um that was a, that was an amazing experience that's I, I cool love, love 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 theater for sure See, now, I've in the convention business, I've met a few people. Mm-hmm. I've gone to conventions, and I've met a few people. And I've always been very you know, excited. But like the very first celebrity that I met I, when I came to the Doctor Who convention back in the 80s, I was 12 or 13 at the time, and Nicholas Courtney, who played the Brigadier, mm-hmm. uh, had come to do uh, the panels and sign autographs and whatnot. So I got to meet the Brigadier, and it was exciting for me as, as a 12, 13-year-old kid. I, I thought it was great. That was my first time you know, meeting somebody who I'd seen on TV on a several occasions. I ended up... We were at the, um, it was the Holiday Inn. It's now the Radisson downtown. Okay. And there was a McDonald's two doors down. So my buddy and I went down to grab something to eat and we're sitting there and all of a sudden Nicholas Courtney walks in and sits behind us and he's just oh. having a quiet moment of downtime. And I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I'm having lunch with the Brigadier. Holy crap. You know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, you know, but in those, all those moments that I can remember meeting a celebrity, getting autographs, they were, they were important and I really enjoyed each of those moments. But the first time I was ever really nervous, like shaking with excitement was just a few months ago, Collective Soul came to town. They were going to do a show in Geneseo. Now, that's been my favorite band since they first hit the scene. Mm-hmm. And Ed Roland did his his little quiet set at the Record Archive. Yep. You know, and, and a buddy of mine, I, I would never have known if a buddy of mine had not reached out to me and said, Ed Roland's going to be doing a thing at the Record Archive. And I'm like, oh, my God, the lead singer of my favorite band. Absolutely, I'm going to go. And I figured I was just going to go. I was going to see him play, and then he'd wander off, and that was that. But at one point, he's, he lingers. He's going to do autographs. I managed to get my hands on a collector's uh, album of the latest uh, a vinyl uh, mm-hmm. rendition of the latest album. And he's autographing it, shaking my hand and chatting. I'm like, ah, yay. And my daughter was with me. And she's like, Dad, I didn't know it was possible that you could turn into a fangirl. <laughs> right? And I'm it's like, but that that for me, was that, that was the biggest moment of, of like my life of dealing with entertainers. Yeah, I, I do have more of those moments with yeah. musicians. Musicians, I, really. A, a bunch of... Uh, Years ago, uh, I'm a huge fan of the band Squeeze. 
Okay, Some yeah, people I remember. may remember yeah. from Hourglass yeah. or Black Coffee and Bad or Tempted. They've had There's a, a lot bunch of other songs. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. that's a great band. For me. Uh, one of the guys from the band, Chris Difford, was doing a mm-hmm. solo show okay. at the time, I think it was Milestones, whatever mm-hmm. it was called at the time. And me and a buddy went, enjoyed the show, and afterwards we're sitting at our table uh, getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he's literally walking around after the show Shaking everybody's hand and thanking them for coming. Isn't that cool? So literally, I'm talking to my buddy next to Hello, thank you for... Huh? Huh? Oh, my God. Oh, it's you. That's amazing. So I thought that was very cool. I'm expecting a certain amount of, of fanboy on my regard yeah. to come come this May. There will definitely be fanboying. Yeah, you. because, oh, yeah. you know, one of the doctors is coming. Yeah. We're going to have Colin Baker Your at FC 317. I'm a big Doctor Who fan. fanboy in April. I, when, we, when they announced that mm-hmm. we were bringing him? Well, no, you fanboyed this past April when Gigi showed up. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, because she's hot. What do you want? She's so freaking awesome. Gigi Edgley from Farscape. Mm-hmm. And that's she why came she's still your profile picture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, that come on, it was cool. With See, Gigi Edgley for crying out loud. I'm lucky <laughs> that my wife is sort of outgoing because, mm-hmm. like you, if well, you're outgoing. But I if notice. when I go to conventions, <laughs> uh-huh. like literally if I'm going to get someone's autograph or you know, get a book signed or, or Look, whatever, a drawing, here you go. Thank you. And I'd walk away. Uh-huh. Where Susan will engage them in conversation. Yeah. Next thing you know, I sort of get the... Uh, You're taking them to dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because of that, I wind up uh, getting the residual effects of friendship. Like, uh-huh. Ken, Ken Lashley you're, artist. You're taking them to the Strong Museum yeah. and Dinosaur They're Barbecue. They're our friends. Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz from Archie Comics are our friends. Mm-hmm. And I've just met a... It, uh, in Niagara Falls, I told you I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith and uh-huh. Joey Lauren Adams, who was oh yeah yeah and Chasing Amy. Yeah, Susan wound up asking an excellent question in their panel, and afterwards she wound up talking to Susan for a long, long time. Like he came over and thanked her for the excellent question. Uh-huh. We wound up going back to her table where she talked some more, and I'm just. I can't believe I'm standing here with uh, Alyssa from Chasing Amy. That's, Isn't that cool? Yeah. Now that I'm going to do a quick, I'm going to use the podcast for a quick piece of business right now. Um, do we have information for Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz yet? Have we gotten the bios from them? Because no. I, I, can we follow up with them? Because I, I know they're and they, I know they want to come to FC3. Right. Dan has acknowledged at least on uh, one of Billy's posts that yes, he is going to plan on being here in May. Okay, he said I, he'll see you in May. Okay, that was All on right, the so Christmas let's pin that one. down because I'd love to make mm-hmm. that an official announcement so that these I know, guys are coming. Uh, Deanna was tapping Susan in order to mm-hmm. go after them to get okay. their stuff because cool deal. Okay. They've, get they've got some in with them. Just as a hint to the listener, we might have we might have some more guest artist announcements coming up soon. I know Dan says yes that he yes. has plenty on coming, but not about, we don't have specifics on uh, Fernando th- yet. They're partners. They got that die kitty die book. Oh, yes. absolutely. So I, I, no, I want to give them all that opportunity. Coming, but a deal. I'd like yeah. to hear what their thoughts are on the, the new TV series. Riverdale. Oh, don't don't even get Fernando started on that. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to start it's, watching. It's not Archie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Twin it's, Peaks meets. Yes, yeah. Twin Peaks meets Archie. Yeah. <clears throat> so I That's have, um, as far as cons are concerned, you know, we've uh, met a lot of great people. I don't, I've never done a panel. <laughs> well, really guess what? Would that. you like to do one in May? Sure. <laughs> Look at his eyes. <laughs> He's, He's like, like uh, his eyes just uh, lit up. <laughs> I mean, I've never been in, I've never sat to listen, you know, I, mm-hmm. I've rarely ever stood in line for an autograph or any of that kind of stuff. For me, it's just that whole atmosphere. That, oh my God! Yeah, you know, the when they first walk the in, and it just hits you that you're you're there, and it's that, um, especially at, at you know those big big cons mm-hmm. where you you're like you don't know which way to go first. Right. You're, you're looking that's, that's up. That's when I the, it was when I was yeah. went to Chicago. It's like it was 
tons of things to go see do and it's right. like i don't know where to go see and, it's all and you're, you're hiding from stormtroopers because you're afraid that they're going to arrest you and move no, you somewhere there were no stormtroopers back but then. It's, it's all your people you know what i mean it's like we, you, yeah. you all have that, that you know it's, it's, it's that thing that connects you, all of you yeah exactly and like you know the toys and the in the oh my god i found this and the digging mm-hmm. through stuff and the bumping into some really cool cosplayer or you know it's just like that well, whole that's how cons started cons were you know back back in the days of comics there was a letter column mm-hmm. in the comics. I was looking through. Oh, one of I them. love the letter columns. And, and, I still look at them. In yeah, same here. Same here. You had addresses of people. It's like, wow. I was reading one the other day, and it's like, hey, there was somebody in Rochester. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't know that. But back then, it's like, I wouldn't have known. So-and-so, Rochester, New York. Hey, yeah, I know that guy. They had their whole name and address. Yeah. The whole oh, wow. address in there. The, the old Archie books used to have. Pen pal, like you yeah, can be yeah. pen pals be with pen people. Pals. There would be like a list in there, and I, I bet that wasn't. So uh, that's how conventions kind of started up, huh? Probably. And uh, yeah, well, that's how it started. Pri- prisoner friendships. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Prisoner. <laughs> in the letter writing columns. So what are you in for? That's that's how Forgery. science fiction conventions started yeah. in the 30s and 40s because mm-hmm. all the people liked the same stuff, so they all got together and they met each up, they met up, and they formed clubs, and then they. At conventions. And that's mm-hmm. how it all There's nothing started. better than looking at all the, or for me, just finding a comic book that I'd been looking yeah. for for years. Yeah. You just go through and you're just looking for comics and it's like, yeah, comics or you know, for me, it's it's mostly toys. Uh, Same thing. Yeah, I've got seeing, a bunch. Yeah, but yeah. just like digging through a box. There's so much stuff. Or collectors' items such yeah. as this uh, Superman phone that yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, finding or 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 the or the vice versa. Knowing that you've got some real cool, like you went to a bunch mm-hmm. of like, uh, you know, I remember the, uh, over there on Canal Street because I spent a yeah, lot of times yeah. at, at Bags Unlimited, yeah. which was Mike Macaluso, Mark mm-hmm. Macaluso's father, mm-hmm. da da da. My dad worked there, so I'd go down to that VOA that was down yes, there, right and there to used it. to be a box that was just it was just loose toys, and it was mm-hmm. huge. And I, you could spend all. Of course, you got to get to the bottom of the box, right? Yes, you can't, all the like, good stuff yeah, exactly. excavation. Just pe- peeling toys out all day, and then finding that one or that stuff. And then going to a con and knowing that you're going to trade some of this cool yeah. stuff or like, you know, those are all like, uh, you know, that, mm-hmm. that was that's definitely the experience the of arching sort of what a con is about uh-huh. is really what is, you know, as far as like when going you talk meeting about, other people, meeting, meeting the other fans, the fandoms, exactly. the rest yeah, exactly. of the fandoms. I, during I, meetups. I almost could care less about who is there, like the, the, the guy, VIPs. The, yeah, I mean, yeah. Honestly, I, it doesn't matter. Nope, it doesn't matter nope, because it really it's like there'll me. always be somebody there. But then there's always other people to meet. There's all the other things to do. There's so much to do. It's like so. And people you'd never, not, like you wouldn't normally go see them, but sometimes you'll just take yeah. a flyer. Let me go to this panel, see yeah. what it's like. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you'll really wind up enjoying yeah. their, uh, like um, the guy that plays uh, Billy in Gremlins, Zach Galligan. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, let's go see Zach Galligan mm-hmm. talk. And he was a lot of fun. He was very funny. And I, I always like Gremlins, but. You know, it's, it was a way to kill 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and I really liked that. That yeah. was a lot of fun. So, yeah. yeah I, it's I like, it doesn't stuff. matter who's going to be there. It's just, it's a con. Yeah. So you get you get the vibe, that, that fanboy, fangirl vibe off of just going to the convention yeah. and feeding off of the energy. It's, a, mm-hmm. you know, the, the people that you've met are kind of secondary to it. Yeah. Like you I love, you know, earlier in this particular podcast, you're like, yeah, I interviewed Nichelle Nichols and you're moving on. I was like, holy crap, really? You got to, ha- now, yeah. was that over the phone in no, person? No, in, in person. In we, person. Her, Georgia K, um, Chekhov. Walter Koenig. Um, who else? Um, Ray Bradbury, Isaac Asimov. Oh, my God. You wow. met Asimov? What? Yeah. 
It's just so nonchalant. He's so nonchalant about it. That's that's amazing. Larry Niven. Niven Purnell. Harlan Ellison, you met him. Ellison. Oh. Yeah, I got a good story. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Allison. I, Tell I, me an Ellison story. I was, we're going to the world. They're going to Nebula Awards in New York City. I was uh-huh. going to shoot the Nebula Awards. Nobody else has ever shot the Nebula Awards. So I went to shoot the Nebula Awards. I got there five minutes after Harlan Ellison got in a fight with, fist fight with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I said, man, if I got there earlier, I could have got the fist fight on tape. Oh, my God. On tape. <laughs> On videotape. <laughs> Fe- feisty is a good word to describe Harlan oh, Ellison. He, was the, he used to be known as the angry young man of science fiction. Now yeah. he's the angry old man of yeah. science fiction. He's got, you ever heard his gopher story? No. Oh, he's got a great gopher story. All right, I'm going re- to look that up. Yeah. Harlan Ellison, the gopher story. So continue on. Yeah. And uh, it, it's like I've met so many people that it doesn't matter they're just all like i said yeah. when i went george r. r martin mm-hmm. they're just people they're just hanging out oh a mm-hmm. couple of astronauts um, nice yeah you mentioned deke slayton at one Deke's point slayton here See, and that would be more to me like you know like when i think about meeting some of these characters i'm like it's just a character they yeah, play. Like, just yeah. People. Not, that has yeah a, do you remember in episode 134 when the doctor's like yeah on, no, i know i hate doing that but an astronaut wow you know that's like yeah. or you know or someone that's like sort of um actually lived has out done some the of thing. those yeah that's well, in Niagara Falls, Neil, Neil oh, Gaiman. Yeah. Okay. Neil Gaiman, I met him. Great writer. His, 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 Great uh, writer. his assistant, she used to live in Rochester. Uh-huh. So I met him, too. But it's like there's tons of people out there. You just, they're just people. <laughs> In Niagara Falls last year, and I think someone had a similar experience when they met the voice of Winnie the Pooh, was mm-hmm. it? Uh, yeah, I think Jim it was Cummings. his mom. Yeah. I, I, in Niagara Falls, I met the, the guy that does Big Bird. Yeah. And Oscar oh. the Grouch. <laughs> okay. And he did his panel. Carol, oh, I can't Carol Spinney. Carol Spinney. So afterward, after the panel, no, he's standing in the door. We go up and say hi and wind up taking a picture. And mm-hmm. to me, that was, no, Susan had got this uh, big bird, uh, a stuffed big bird that he signed for us. And I think you guys have been over our house. You may have seen it. Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, so that's awesome. Just the fact, you know, him holding the big bird and you know, yeah. he did the voice. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's. It's like your childhood yeah. hero at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, I love conventions. Like it's it's just being around. Yeah, it's being around. He it's being found around his people. tribe. His yeah. tribe. Yeah. yeah. Now, and and I know, you know, for Jason and for Wayne, you guys are you feed off the vibe of the other people. So there's really, you're not as bowled over by the people, you know, the VIPs or the celebrities and stuff. Um, so I'm going to start with you guys, but I have I have a question to come around the table on. Uh, is is there somebody out there who you really just you hope that there's somebody you meet? You know, like a particular actor or director or writer, you know, artist. If there's, is there one person that you'd be like, okay, you know, I, I probably would be excited to meet so and so. Can you think of anybody? Still alive? Uh, still, well, obviously still alive because I can't bring out the dead. I'm not, I'm not a psychic. You so sure? I'm, I'm, sure? I've, pract- I've tried. My, gra- my grandmother's not talking to me. So which are, which maybe she doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> no, she loves me. Stop it, Mimi. Anyway, uh, I man. think you. Uh, Made them speechless. <laughs> it's, well, like, it's a little I tough. Know. I mean, the um, Rogue One. What's her name? Uh, Daisy. No, and no, Rogue. Not um, for nineteen. Your the the woman spans. who played Jin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can we look that up? I know. I can. I'll I know, know her somebody name I'd want to see. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Yeah. That I you see Terry. I got a. I got a poster. I get. It. I got Dean Kane autograph. It's right. Look at her. It's like for the completeness yeah, of it. Yeah, Dean Kane was. I, I met him a couple years ago. And he was a really nice guy. Yeah, he is. Most yeah. of them are. Yeah. Most of these people really are. Nice people, just regular everyday folks. Yeah. 
And and I've discovered that if you just talk to him about, you know, Normal hey, what are you stuff. up to? How's the yeah. family? What do you, you know, how you how you been holding up lately? Stuff like that. You know, instead we'll of, hey, Jones. you know, in episode 133, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, the second line, what's he, what were you feeling? If the, you know, like, I don't care. I was just wanted to make sure I got the line like, right. Yeah, yeah, I just got the line right. It's whatever Tony, they wrote. Yeah. Tony <laughs> so, would like to Felicity, Felicity Jones. Jones. Okay, Felicity Jones, so Felicity Jones is somebody he wants to meet. Who's Felicity Jones? She played uh, Jin, Jin in Urso? Rogue One, the, the heroine in, in Rogue One. Have you seen Rogue One? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to think about it for a second. How about you, Jason? Anybody oh, okay, off the top yeah. of your head you'd really, really just be excited to see? Um, cu- couple people. Uh-huh. Uh, I think um, Triple H. There you go. Um, yeah. He's he's a superb businessman. Uh-huh. The, the, it's he's definitely embodies a lot of things that I'm I'm very interested in. Mm-hmm. N- not to mention, obviously, the whole character stuff. And yeah, all that. absolutely. Um, Malcolm Reynolds. Okay, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, yeah I'm there's a lot of people oh, who agree with you on that yeah. one. I yeah. got his picture autograph, but he's okay. <laughs> he's all right. He, he did a really funny I, panel when I saw him, him in Toronto. No. <laughs> I, he did a really, he was really entertaining in his panel. I like Jewel State from, mm. I met her at Toronto. Oh, track. she's, okay. she's uh-huh. amazing. She's a lot of fun. Yeah, all right, so Tony Felicity Jones. Wayne's more interested in uh, in. Um, I'm just trying to think. I said Terry yeah. Hatcher just because Terry I, Hatcher I need and a Nathan. To get so we got Nathan <laughs> Nathan <laughs> Fillion an and, and Triple H there. from uh, from Jason. Billy, how about you? Well, Kevin Smith, I already said I haven't met yeah. him. I've talked to him a couple times. Uh, Would you like to be like have a proper kind? Yeah, of... I, I think we'd be friends. Yeah, uh, Tarantino's strikes... another. I love Tarantino's. Quentin work Tarantino so much. sounds like he's just unhinged. He's a nut. He is a nut job. Um, so, maybe, but a lot of fun. Maybe someone that I could be friends with. Like okay. I, I dream of well, you can be actually wind with up being friends with these people. Yeah, that's part of your charm, Billy. Is you get along with pretty much everybody. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is that I'm shy. Mm-hmm. I know once I'm comfortable with someone, yeah. I'm good. But I'm pretty introverted. We, in you know, we forget that because we get used to each other. Like I have I, yeah. one of my best friends, uh, Scott. He he is painfully shy in public. But I forget that because I, he and I have been around each other for 16, 17, Oh God, more than that now, a long time. And around when he's in the group, he's, he's talking. He's, he's you yeah. know he's talking nonstop. He's throwing jabs. He's having a good time. He's making comments. He's making references. We're sharing stuff. So I forget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I'm around him, that he is very shy. So, you, but you, you know, you get that opportunity to warm up to people, and it's like, uh, you know, See, it's, it's amazing. He mentioned Triple H as a wrestler. I always uh-huh. love CM Punk, and okay. he's he's a nerd too. He's a big comic book guy. Yeah, he'd be very and cool I like his backstory. Sure. So, uh-huh. I know CM somebody Punk. I'd I'd like to meet. Who? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, he is only, awesome. Only because the last we I did an interview with Carl Sagan back when he came to Rochester way back. The people this man <laughs> has met. This the people this man has met. <laughs> and it's like. I did the interview because he came to speak at um, mm-hmm. at the U of R, and um, our news came, and our news had no idea who Carl Sagan was. Seriously, I'm serious. How do you they not had, know they, who Carl Sagan had, is? They asked him a Star Trek question about do you what? believe in do you believe in like time travel? He says, "What do you mean?" And he says, "I don't know." Somebody asked told me to ask you that. <laughs> it was like, do you we, have an archive of all these interviews you've done over the years? Yeah. <laughs> can we get can we get, a, can we get a hands on that so we can put it up somewhere so people can see this stuff that you've done? That mean that requires work. <laughs> <laughs> I I have interns. Tony, work with Wayne. <laughs> a lot of it's on three quarter inch videotape. Oh wow. The 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 um Colin Baker's yeah. on three quarter inch. Okay. But I got it somewhere. We'll work on that. We're gonna work on that. <laughs> have you ever seen his show? Which what? one? Carl oh, Sa- Reality Fast Forward or yeah, back in the day I I, I really, honestly, I have not. I've heard of it on many occasions. I've heard people refer to it in very, you know, happily. I'm surprised good words. that people 
watched it. That's how mm-hmm. I first knew. Like for years, you were just on my TV every Friday or Saturday night. Uh-huh. Every, I was just and it's so like, surprised people watched the show. It's you know, like, and as a nerd, I gotta stop. Who's the black kid? <laughs> it's like how could people you wear watch the, this? Didn't you wear the hat with the, the propeller beanie? Propeller yeah, beanie. I got a propeller beanie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I love how he said it's like, yeah, yeah, I've got that. Okay. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah you got me. The first time I talked to you, or I met you, or whatever, and you told me how old you were, I was shocked. I, for years, yeah, I just old. thought you were like 17. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. Age is only a state of mind, man. That's it's true. a number. That's that it. Is true. That's all there is to it. All right. So, Billy, Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. Jason's Triple H, and uh, Nathan Fillion. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Terry Hatcher. Uh, Felicity Jones. Tanya. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've been thinking about this as I've been listening to everyone say what they want to I, uh, we've talked about it in our meetings when we're talking about bringing people to FC3 and mm-hmm. things like that, who would want to. And the name that keeps coming up is John Barrowman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a hell of a guy. Oh, he, he brings I, a party with him everywhere right. he goes. And that, that's yeah. the thing. I'm like just watching him on the, the Heroes and Villains Fest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when they got snowed, snowed in, in in Jersey and then they were in the Lazarus Pit that Experience Entertainment had brought down there and uh, they were having this big hot tub party in that Lazarus Pit. And it just... It seems that he just has a general all-around good time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Absolutely. matter what it is. It's like bringing out high-heeled shoes for Stephen Amell to put on mm-hmm. and things like that. <laughs> it just—it's like he has fun with it, and that's part of this: is to have fun and not necessarily to take yourself seriously all the right. time mm-hmm. and things like that, and to get the audience going. So, yeah, he'd be one of the top ones, and that was well before he became Malcolm Merlin. It was when he was. Um, Jack Harkness. Um, Captain Jack. Captain Jack. Jack. And, and even before Omni, that. Omni I mean, sexual Jack, Captain right. Jack. Right. And yeah. I saw my Doctor Who and then I went over to Torchwood and things yeah. like that. And I was like, okay, I kind of like him. Now I've seen him as Malcolm Merlin and then I'm watching him on Legends. And mm-hmm. You know, the like first that. time I saw John Berriman perform, uh, the first uh, on-screen part I ever saw for him was the uh, the Kevin Klein movie about uh, Cole Porter. I can't. Okay. The Lovely. And uh, and John Berriman play, had a bit part as as a lead movie. lead actor in one of the musicals that he was doing, Great. and it was just a phenomenal movie. And and you you see him dancing, singing, and 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 doing his thing, and even hinting at you know the Captain Jack personality because he was playing a homosexual on screen. So you you see that that outlandish mm-hmm. kind of forward nature of him. And I just thought, well, this guy's this guy's going to be somebody. And then, sure enough, boom, he showed up as Captain Jack within mm-hmm. like a year later or so. And it was like, oh my god, he just he took over the storm. He took over the the screen. So when he was Captain. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just when he was Captain Jack, I just kept thinking, it's like he's an American. He's an American. He's nope. an American. Yeah. You know, it was like mm-hmm. driving me nuts. Uh-huh. He, I was like, oh, this is driving me nuts. This is driving me. Nuts. I love them. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole, and then of course he gets off into the whole. Um, I think my favorite one was the looping war one that you know where there was they were dancing in the ballroom. There. Oh right, yeah, that was yeah. a great episode of Torchwood. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, so well, it was a great one. That's sure. definitely one of the the top ones, and I, I don't know. There's just so many that. Yeah. So, Kevin so, Smith, John Barrowman. Who you, now? You answer. Oh, my turn. Okay, Tennant. You, yeah, <laughs> you want to you want to bring me to my knees. You want to bring me to my knees. You put me in front of either Felicia Day or David Tennant. Okay. Okay. Both of those people. Those are the two. Like that's the dream list for me. Uh, you know. And then of course there's lots of other folks around them. Billy Piper would come into mind. Matt Smith. Uh, Karen Gillian. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know. And and a lot of the people that are associated with their various things. But you 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 want to bring me to my knees. Put me in front of Felicia Day or David Tennant. And I'll be just like okay hi. <laughs> so. 
That's there's there's my I, I'm anticipating that because when Gigi showed up, mm-hmm. when when Gigi came in for the April show, you know, and you see her come out the the, the terminal there at the yeah. airport, and I'm like, wow, this is real. This is happening. Mm-hmm. We're we're having these people come to our show. This is really kind of the, and, and and we are waiting for them at the airport. And we're waiting for them at the airport, and they're like, oh, so happy to see you. Hey, how you doing? And she's answering. We're just chit chatting and stuff like that. I, I was excited to meet her, but it wasn't one of those, my hands were shaking, my knees are buckling, like, oh, my God, moments. Not like when I met Ed Roland. Like, I was, like, completely just, I became, like, a 12-year-old boy for a second there. But it was still it was still amazing. It was still one of those brain checks, like, holy crap, is this really happening? So that you get, I don't know if you get so much desensitized to it. Yeah, we've got her on our speed dial. I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you come desensitized to it but you just accept you accept it a little bit more well, there's two different kinds of people you're going to meet the person for the character mm-hmm. and you're going to meet the person for the person mm-hmm. and like your lead singer guy you know yeah. he's clearly like talented and for what he you know what i mean yeah so are you meeting an actor because you're really into the, the way they act mm-hmm. or are you meeting an actor because you really like that part they played you know what i mean right you know I mean? no that's a good point too you know so there's that mm-hmm. there's that moment where it's like some people you just like triple h i didn't i don't want to meet him because i actually do, I could care less about him as a as a wrestling character. He's mm-hmm. not one of my favorite. But you like characters. what he's done behind the scenes, right? Exactly. All the the, the business, the the the, the uh, time it took, the dedication of mm-hmm. being in there for so long. You know those kind of things. It's like um, probably how many times for me, uh, perseverance is a huge thing. It's like how many times did people tell you no? How many people did, yeah. did, did yeah. were you not supposed to do that? Did you know he got fired for punching Vince, Vince McMahon in the face? Oh, that wow. was married to his daughter and running his company. Yeah. So it's like how do these things? You know, it's just those kind of things. It's like. Do I want to meet this big wrestler guy? Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool for about five minutes. Do I want to meet this other guy? Yeah, you know, yeah, that the man be behind cool the mask, a, yeah, as be it cool were, for, for much more than yeah, a tip that's a for, great point too. A tip for people that do get to eventually meet someone they really like is to talk to them about something besides what they're yeah. most known for. Exactly. Uh, like the, yeah. the couple times I got to talk to Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. we just we talked about comics and movies, and because I'm I I know. He and I share some other interests, mm-hmm. so I talked to him about what did what was your favorite comic growing up? What was the one that you couldn't miss? Mm-hmm. What was no? And I talked to him about some other stuff, and he really seemed to dig that. And uh, in Toronto, a couple years ago, met Adam West and Burt Ward. Okay, just supposed to be a quick, you know, the photo thing where you go up, you take your picture, and you walk away. Well, during their panel, Burt Ward mentioned. The, Talked a lot about this dog rescue he has, and uh, mm-hmm. spe- so Susan asked him about the dog thing, and he didn't want to let us go. Like there's people waiting behind <laughs> yeah. us, and the handlers are trying to shoot, and he he wanted like, to no, keep these, us there these to guys have talk to about the, the dog thing. Yeah, because they showed we showed interest in yeah. that. It's so, like I don't want to talk about. They're gonna just ask me how it's like to be Robin and all yeah. the women mm-hmm. that used to bed at the at all the Robin yeah. things. I don't want to talk about the dogs. That's what I want to talk about. Well, you know, Let's I keep referring dogs. to Gigi, but you know, the, it, she had this. Uh, she does a lot of music behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. She's in a band. She's you know, she sings with her brother's band. And so when you engaged her about music and singing and and expressing herself through that, oh, she was all in on that. She mm-hmm. loved that conversation. She was having a good time with I that. I think that people are more uh, proud of things that you probably don't know of or yeah. lesser known stuff, mm-hmm. right? You know, like I said, that that road that they travel <laughs> to get to that part, or right? The sto- you know, it's not. Like, you know, that stuff was, for the most part, probably the easier part of their journey, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's where they made it or what have you. But what if, the, you know, there's people have interests, people have stuff outside of that. And, you know, so like, I, I think that. Uh, when when uh, artist Ken Lashley was in town last year for mm-hmm. SC3, 
Uh, he was on the radio. He did the Wii show with us, and he did. Uh, he was here like forever. That yeah, morning. he he wound up doing uh, the Tulio, John DeTulio and Bill Moran That's show. That's cool. The talk, and he loves sports, NFL football, mm-hmm. uh, college football, and he wound up talking sports for like an hour and a half on the radio with these guys. And afterwards, he goes to me. That was a bucket list dream to talk to do sports radio. That's goes, great. I love that. Oh, Thank that is great. And he thanked me for letting him to do that. Go, dude, you got to be kidding me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. kidding. I think part of it is giving the the guests that come in just a little taste of Rochester. Mm-hmm. Was the other joy of the, that that Walter and Karen and Gigi had garbage plates that mm-hmm. we sent out we sent one of our volunteers out to go Absolutely. and get and then Walter's you got him like a real Nick Tahoe's garbage plate right I think they were closed I think it was, was Stevie T's so it's oh, you know same, well, yeah. same, same branch but, of the same tree see, yeah. yeah but it was like Walter Jones Instagramming <laughs> Instagramming that he is with a, with a garbage plate with a garbage plate and posting it right then and there that was They're just humans they're all human beings. That, That's that was the like thing. one we, of the best things. Sometimes you forget that, you know, when you get caught up in, in like, you know, when I see Ed Roland from, from Collective Soul, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, but you forget there's a human being behind that persona. And the fact that they wouldn't let us buy their lunches. Mm-hmm. And that Karen bought her PA's lunch that day. Yeah. That Karen Ashley ended That's up. That's classy. Buy, but she's like, no, no, she's been working with me all this weekend. I'm buying her lunch. We're like, no, we're buying your lunch. And she's like, oh, no, no, you're not going to fight me on this. I'm like... <laughs> Okay. It's like the same thing with Ken. I was yeah. trying to reimburse him. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, he Susan, won't. Susan's like, walk away, Tanya. Yeah. Just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> I'm like, okay, when can you come back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that type of thing. So, but it, Just the thing I hope that we cultivate or at least maintain with what we're doing with Flower City Comic Con is that we you never forget that we're fans too, that we're, you know, we look at it with the same eyes that the people who pay the tickets do. And then, you want to make sure that you connect with these these actors and these writers and these artists as the human beings they are. So it's it's you know when we say where it all comes together, we talk about genres and stuff like that. But it's also personalities and attitudes and and you know the outlooks and things like that as well. So you know to kind of be a little poetic into the, the conversation, but just making sure that you you know you don't just see the character, you see the the person under the makeup. And, uh, and so it's going to be, so these are opportunities we're looking for. You know, just know that we're just as excited as, as everybody out there is mm-hmm. to meet these people. And, you know, we're enthusiastic about bringing all this other stuff, you know, to the table. So any, 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 any last thoughts on this Dan's going to fanboy? If Dan's going to fanboy, it'll be Debbie Gibson, who he has met on at well, least a dozen occasions. Well, is he a huge Battlestar Galactica fan? He is a Battlestar Galactica fan. I know he's looking forward to meeting Richard Hatch in yeah, May. So. Um, but I, I think you're going to see an equal amount of excitement from him in, you know, like when I say for Felicia Day. Mm-hmm. You know, not because she's just an attractive redhead, but because she has, <laughs> she is that really, it's a good contact because she looks at everything she does from a very real grounded perspective. She I is, loved her in the she's guild. A, oh yeah, she's a nerd just like she's the rest fan, of us. Yeah. yeah, she's a fan. I think, um, uh, closing thought for me, I think yeah. uh, something that would be important for us is to make sure that we highlight how much Rochester has to offer and mm-hmm. not just in the uh, artists, but you know, the, like we talked about, you know, um, I don't know if you guys realize there is a huge adult comic section at the at the library. There's an also a huge uh, comic selection at the library mm-hmm. right right here. What do you mean we adult? Have, 
um, like um, Watchmen, graphic uh, novels, graphic things like that. <laughs> no, still not that type yet. of adult. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> not backdoor business seven. Yeah. 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 Guys, this isn't the midnight show. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> some racy stuff. There's some racy stuff, but yeah. it's yeah, no, but um, we did go R-rated you know, earlier Moore today. And, yes, we did. Lot, lot yeah. of, but 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 they've they're. They're, they've taken time to curate that stuff here in Rochester, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and that's big. Um, uh, Actually, the librarian downstairs at the downstairs at the uh, main uh, library here mm-hmm. is a huge comic book Sandy. fan. Yep. Yeah, she I, I just, she's amazing. I, I, I love her. talking with her. Yep, I just her name is her. what? Sandy. Sandy. Sandy at the library. Yeah. Sandy at the library. Sandy at the library. Huge comic back. Okay, fan. she yeah. is. She's amazing. We're gonna yeah, bring just, Sandy into from the library into one of these her. conversations. She's someday. gonna. Oh yeah, she'll. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. She <laughs> definitely would be a huge uh, benefit for us. But um, just the fact that some of us sitting at this table didn't know that kind of you know is I think. Uh, a, if anybody left the Comic Con and didn't know that moving forward, I would feel like we didn't do our job exactly. tying in the things that we have here. Mm-hmm. That there's a huge superhero thing going on, you know, at the National Toy Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. That's right. in March. You know? Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna be there. We're no, gonna be no, there for no. That. I mean, just in general. Just in general. Yeah. Oh, just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but there's a highlight one in March. We yeah. took Ken there last year. Good. His girls and, loved it. Yeah. Now yep. make sure that people know that there's that this is the garbage plate. To make sure that that, pe- that people understand the culture and the white that, hots. that comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> white hots. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I think that it would just be you know if we weren't you know highlighting what what Rochester, what made us who we are, why why we're doing this, you know, why people should come here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that that's like super important. You mm-hmm. know, knowing that one of the artists of Captain America, original artists of Captain America is from yep, Rochester. Joe Simon. Mm-hmm. You know, all that kind of stuff is just, I think, really should be a, a, a high priority for us. In, Absolutely. In, in what we do. Um, so. Absolutely. That is a great final thought. Wayne, how about you? Any closing comments? Any closing thoughts on this one? No. Tony? Like, nah. Nah, we're good. I talked enough. <laughs> Billy, how my head's spinning. There's just so, so much, much so going, much going on. on. Is Wayne going to be on a panel or anything? Oh yeah, I don't know. He should be. We were, we'll talk <laughs> about it. Ask about panels. So <laughs> we're going to talk about that. I, if I, we what, could get that beanie with the propeller, with the propeller. Everybody has propeller beanie. Everybody has a propeller beanie. We'll find one. We'll find one for you. I got one. I don't need to find one. No, we do because I don't have one. So. We're gonna stand in the. We're gonna sit in the front row while you're talking and just you know. Twee. I think just like last year, we need to have a panel of all just of us. us. Yeah. yeah. Other Absolutely. than our our. Uh, well, the draft panel schedule should probably be released by the time this um, this podcast airs. So we'll figure that out. Anyway, because you know, version two of the panel schedule is actually underway at the moment, so we'll make sure we're version one's t- done. Version one's done. It's going to be published soon, so that everybody sees Tweaking it. it. Tweaking it. Tweaking it. All right, so that there we have We're it. We're waiting for the We're waiting for the music. And as soon as that kicks oh, in, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. here we go. Here we go. He and said he was talking enough. Ba boom. Oh, oh no. So, nah, that's all right. We stole you. There, there it, is. it is. Okay, so for the gang, for Jason, Wayne, Tony, Tanya, Billy, and myself, this is Chris from the studios at WFC3. That's been Monkey Business. For yet another, what, hour or so, whatever. Mm-hmm. Glad you were with us. As always, we love listening. I uh, love talking to you. I hope you love listening to us. So anyway, this has been Monkey Business, a production of Mighty Monkey Productions, creators and founders of the Flower City Comic Con, having its second show May 20th and 21st of 2017 at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Follow us on Facebook. Like us if you haven't already. www.facebook.com slash FC3ROC. And we will see you again next week. You didn't have to close your eyes this time. I'm getting better at that. Yeah. I'm starting to memorize the script. Yeah. <laughs> Good on me.